say that for those of you that are watching wrestling and you're watching it on a weekly basis, I don't want you to give me spoilers. I don't want to know what you know. I want to know what I know. I want to know what's being recorded on my Then home. watch it on time. Hey, shut up. I want you know, I just want to be able to catch it when I catch it. That's it. And once I catch it, that's what I want. For all y'all that posted that page went to AEW, that was stupid. I didn't want to see that. We don't even know if her net going to work. Her name is Soraya now. Shut up, Philip, before I mute you. You have one more time. Thank you. I don't care about her name being Soraya. That's her real name, okay? And somebody somebody on Twitter did something bogus, okay? They put her record up, and then they had her as a trio's champ already. You guys will get that. Welcome oh, to the yeah, Hot <laughs> Did you see the did you see the videos? I got the video. Oh, I, I, it just got it. it just, just, just got it. it. Yeah, they made wow. Soraya the team. She is such a giver. Party. She is such a giver. Welcome to Happy Wrestling. Welcome to Happy Wrestling. Jesus Christ. Oh, all right. I'm, all right. I couldn't resist. Wow. You were thinking it. Let me close it. You all were thinking, so what? No one was thinking that she's going to be the trio champ automatically and be like, uh-oh. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'm done. All right. All right. I'm not ashamed of that, by the way. That joke. I'll be, that joke I'll be the immature one. Hey. What? I'll First be one. the immature one. I got the DVD on the chat. We can agree on that. We're, we're, we're both going to agree on that. I'll, I'll be immature with you. Those videos were great. They were fantastic. I am a fan. If Adam and, Cole was singles, yeah. if Adam Cole was single, would she be trying to find out if it was about the boom? What are you doing? Don't oh, click it on. Don't, don't, don't. I knew I had it. Don't. Do you have to say it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> don't put it on in the background, Phil. This is going up. No, I didn't put it on. Stop, bro. Stop, bro. We got a special guest in the building. Shut up, Philip. We gotta introduce everybody first before you do that because you always have to do stuff ahead of time. There's a timing to whether I do things, okay? With timing, with space. We only got 45 minutes to an hour, you're messing me up. Hi, welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. My name is Joe Freeland, aka I'm the champ, aka I'm the one tweeting. We do have a special guest in the building. But I have to introduce everybody else first because the guest goes last because he is the main effect. That's how we do that, boom. Now I wanna introduce everybody to the spectacular whiskey connoisseur the uh, ginger assassin, if you will, the one who is the Federalis champ because all he knows is taking on trios at Federalis. It's gonna keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, the other KG. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just hope this podcast episode goes better than that Doc Kennel from Hell match. That also know and big boss man. Come on, man. Rest in peace, by the way. Because he's the he's the historian of the group. <laughs> Why did he's you the historian of the group. All right, and then, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to uh, welcome the honorary oost that no one talks about. The adopted oost twice the move. Uh, the, man, <laughs> the man that dates women four eleven to six one, but will never walk a thousand miles for their heart ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Logan the Great, or should I say? Logan, the Lost Oost. Greetings and salutations. The Lost Oost, I think I'm gonna put that on my IG page. Now, I just want to point out that, did anybody else notice a few nights ago, Jimmy Smith accidentally said Damian Freese is in the bloodline? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all are already tonight. Here we go, Don't all right, you. everybody. Still around, he would be priest by now, and he would be with the bloodline. Okay, all right. At this point, everybody's on one. We gotta hurry up and get the show because we'll be here for All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I also want to introduce uh, the, the man that 98% of the stuff we agree with, but the other 2% we are not responsible for. Hot Take Wrestling is not responsible for the opinions of anything held by them, Phil, or No Chill with Phil. Uh, gentlemen, the voice of all hill wrestling, uh, No Chill with Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Phil Myers Sr., a.k.a. Can't Knock It, the great one, the child support slayer, 
the voice of violence for all heel wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in the building. This is literally one of the hardest working individuals in wrestling that I have the honor and privilege of knowing. As much as I want to hate this guy, I can't. He is that damn lovable. He's like a lovable Deadpool. He's he's like he's like the Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman in a ball of professional wrestling. That's not, that's but that everybody loves those two. Silence, silence, mute yourself, mute yourself. I'm doing my intro, mute yourself. I got it. If this was the uncanny X-Men, he would be Colossus. Yes. He he deserves better than Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Intensity personified lightning. In, in 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 a beer barrel. He is currently holding two championships. He is the heavyweight champ of Northland Pro Wrestling. And he is the Midwestern champ of all heel wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the Colossus, Cody motherfucking Jack. What's up, guys? Thank you for that amazing entrance. I think those are the nicest words anybody said about me ever. Those might be nicer than what my wife said about me at my wedding. So, wow. Yo, Cody. Well, thank you so bro, much for having first, me on here, guys. I'm super excited. Bro, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you. I know we had a little bit of shooting shit before we actually started the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't really think y'all understand how busy this man is, how busy the life of a professional wrestler is. This dude literally travels and does multiple shows in a day. In a day! Yo, y'all gotta give a bro, salute to you. Salute to you. Thank you. I'm gonna shut up because I know they wanna be, I, I know they wanna talk to you. So I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna sit back and get drunk. <laughs> All right. It's on you. <laughs> Joe, right. Logan, Kenny, what's up, guys? How are you? How's good? How's good? Oh, I'm good. I'm great. Can't complain. Got a big weekend ahead of me, so I'm trying to get some rested. All right. Awesome, bro. First off, big ups to you, man. Thank you so much for stopping by the show. All right. Let's get away from the streets and let's be toxic. Here we go. I always have one messed up take about wrestling, okay? And just as a wrestling fan, I always feel like everyone should have like one messed up take that they just no, no one's going to agree with. It's a hill they'll die on, they'll stand on, and they don't mind it. For example, my wrestling take in my hill that I will die on and stand on is that Cody Rhodes is an okay face. He's okay. He's, you know, he's okay. He's, he's like, he's okay. Like he like like for example, me and Logan have this ongoing thing where we talk about Cody Rhodes moonsault. And I say his moonsault is very mediocre at best. It's all right. It's not great. It's okay. And that, you know, his character. They always bring up, but he wrestled with a torn pick, which is hard. I know. And I respect it. But come on. Nah. What is one of your, like, heel that you'll die on the stand on? You don't care what anybody says. It doesn't even have to make sense. Wrestling takes. Oh, my goodness. As soon as you started telling yours, I was at first I was unsure where you were going with it. And then as soon as you explained it, I understood. And mine instantly came. I I don't even know if I could take it or say it without being shunned. Um okay, bro. Dog. I think Kane is boring. I, I just could not get behind the man. Uh yeah. I've I've wanted to say that for a very long time and uh you heard it here first. That's my opinion on it. I love Cody Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Jack. 
to be confused with Cody Rhodes has unearthed the opinion that Kane is boring. For the record, we kind of said that without saying it because of the Vader thing. If you remember the Vader thing we used to argue about, we used to say that all the time. Come on, like, okay, all right, let's just let's just let's just let's just harp on this for one second. Who do you want to watch wrestle the Undertaker, Kane or Vader? I'm a big Vader fan, so I'd rather watch Vader. I don't know. Kane's a great athlete. Don't get me wrong. The guy's a, he's a good performer, but I just, I couldn't get behind it. My brother loved Kane. He loved him, you know, but it just, he just, what? I couldn't get behind him, man. Couldn't get behind Now, Now, Cody, this guy had to push me between a rock and a hard place because I checked out some of your clips on Instagram, and I, I have to admit, I did see some flashes of cane in you. Like, I, you know, as far I as wear as red pants and black it. boots. That's about it. <laughs> Not it. necessarily the, the, the ring gear, but just the presence. You know what I'm saying? Some of the uh, agility in terms of your moveset. I saw you jump over the rope a couple of times, kind of a la, you know, Taker. But, you know, that was one of the things I was going to start off with. Um, but now that we know that's, that, that you found him boring, who is uh, somebody that you feel like is an influence on you? as far as being an in-ring performer? Um, influence, that's so hard to say. Um, you know, I Austin's definitely got an influence on me big time. Um, taker, you know, do the big taker dive. Everybody wants to see yeah. it. Um, obviously, big man, and he's he's agile. He moved phenomenal, you know. Um, Shawn Michaels was a really big one for me um, because of his... He's the showstopper, you know, mm -hmm. um, his charisma was always on point, even when he wasn't there, you know, um, he was always huge. Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, I'm a huge golden era of wrestling fan, um, you know, so late 80s, early 90s, that's what mm -hmm. I grew up with and that's what I still watch it to this day. So any of those guys, I just try to mix them all together into what I bring. You know, Jake Roberts, arguably one of the best pro cutting promos ever. You know, people just sit there and they'll just listen to him talk for hours. So, yeah. That's a nice list. That's a nice list. But before anybody else, let me just kind of, because I'm going to make it kind of a two-parter. With, with doing the big dive over the top rope like Taker, how much prep work like actually goes into that particular move? Because I'm like, you're a big dude, man. So a yeah. big six five coming at me from the top rope. I'm gonna be like, oh my God, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the Austin Theater. Like, oh, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm six foot five, I'm 280 pounds. Um, I don't wrestle a lot of people my size. So when I get to do it, I just one person, it's it's awesome. But the first time I ever did that did that move, it was in a, a tables match for the tag team mm -hmm. titles at CSW at uh, Chicago-style wrestling. It was uh, me and my tag team partner at the time, Chris Miller. We were CNC Destruction, which there might be a comeback somewhere, sometime. Maybe before the end of the year, CNC might reunite. Uh, but we were wrestling Steve Boz and TJ Steele, the Bruise Bros. And I always wanted to do it. I've never tried it. And I was just like, hey guys, I want to do a dive tonight. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> like through the ropes? I'm like, no, I want to do a taker dive tonight. And uh, I grew up playing sports, um, basketball, baseball. I rode BMX for a long time um, before I put on a bunch of size for wrestling. And I've always been very athletic, so I knew I could do it. Um, mm -hmm. I have a decent vertical. Um, so I wasn't too worried about getting over the ropes. And now it's, I do it. And, you know, when I do it, I try to, try to put the little guy spin on it. You know, when they, they're diving through the ropes or they're doing the flips over the ropes, they're landing on their feet. Well, when I do the taker dive, I'm landing on my feet now. So not only am I taking it out, I'm trying to one-up it and just put my own spin on it, you know, and it, it keeps the momentum of the match going. You go get right back to the, you know, to the plot, get him back in the ring. You can go for a cover, you can go for a finisher, whatever you want. So that's kind of how, right. it, how it happened. And now it's just, please fucking catch me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah. First, first off, if you're doing a taker dive, then you're like rolling to get to your feet. Like if you're literally going over, then landing on your feet. That's hella athleticism. Yeah, it's it's fun. It it it's definitely uh, 
it's definitely a rush every time I do it. So, so let me jump in here, man, because I got I got I got an insider insider not insider question for you. So, with you being a part initially of Northland Pro Wrestling, which is currently right now a rival to All Heel. I've actually had the chance to know Cody James a better part of at least two and a half years. Okay? I said all that to say this. Cody, you have wrestled injured, broken bones, torn muscles off the bone, et cetera, et cetera. So you've had all of the major injuries, and yet, and yet, in that, you still perform. I can say this, ladies and gentlemen, and this is not me blowing smoke. I don't do that. This is a man who has never missed a show, injured or not. This has never, this this man has never missed any performance, taping, signing, anything, whatever type of injury. Cody, what I want to know is, what is the driving force that keeps you going? What makes you do this? Because a lot of people are quick to, oh my God, I got a hangnail, I can't do it. Oh my God, I got a sprained finger, I can't do it. Oh my God, I have a migraine, I can't do it. Oh my, I, 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 I took an antibiotic for, for diarrhea, I can't do it. Whatever, what have you. You've done it all, like literally, and 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 I've looked over the books, bro. I've done my research too on the back end. You have not missed a show signing anything. What makes you do it? Um, well, I'm an adult, so if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. <laughs> you know, I I have missed. Unfortunately. I did just miss the show um, this last weekend. I was supposed to be in Indiana and it was because of my day job. Um, I'm a restaurant manager. I look over uh, five different restaurants in, in my real life. So work calls, that's what pays my mortgage. That's what supports my family, you know, keeps the roof right, over right. our heads. There's nothing I can do to get out of it. And, um, you know, I really hope to get back out there in South Bend. I felt terrible about having to cancel on that show. Um, but as far as working through being hurt and being at all the other shows, it's because I want to quit my day job one day, you know, right. um, I would love to do this full time. And, uh, for those 10, 15 minutes, you know, that's, I, everybody's like, oh, I just amplify myself. I just turn it up. And I've been a wrestling fan for so long. And when people really get to know me, they see me out there. They're like, yeah, Cody's just being Cody. So for those 10, 15 minutes, I get to be myself. A hundred percent. Because, you know, going through the day and looking over, you know, work or being responsible for the bills or helping raise my kids, you know, or, you know, dealing with bullshit. It's, I got to be calm. I got to be collected and I can't let loose. And my closest friends, will, when they see me out there, they're like, wow, Cody's really just being Cody. He's just having the time of his life right now. So um, it means a lot to me to have those, you know, those few minutes and if it does turn into something more than what it is right now, it'd be an absolute honor, you know, to to continue to do it and do it on a bigger platform. And I mean, that's why we're all doing it anyways, you know. Right. Um, I hope this video gets a million views, just like you guys do. You know, we don't do something just for it to be mediocre. That's not why we, that's not why we pursue goals. We pursue them to make the absolute best out of the opportunities that we're given. Man. If this video gets a million views, Cody James, talk your shit. Yeah, remember who put you on the map. That's what I'm saying. I'm finna say whoever we finna be at every Cody James. Cody James, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we driving right. to South Bend. We're driving South Bend, and it's a coma. I said yeah. it out. There we go. Right, <laughs> you'll be in it. You'll be in it's a coma. All right, <laughs> All right Tony. Cody. We're bringing checks mix again too. Cody. Oh, oh, cheesy yeah. Chex Mex. Oh, no, no, yeah. See, see, no one likes Chex Mix on the cage. I told oh, you, dude. That's that's my weakness. Uh, Let's puppy Chex. It's the puppy like, Chex. Cody, you're better than that. Cody, you're better than that. You don't like Chex Mix. You look, you're better than that. You look. No, I love Chex Mix. I, I love I Cheddar Chex Mix. I can't get enough of it. My wife got me a bag of Cheddar Chex Mix forever. Then <laughs> you know, like 
That's how much I like. Yeah. That and peanut butter cups. The, those are my the weaknesses. Text the cheddar text mix is cool. And the regular, the regular. Yeah, that was the regular. That was the regular. That was the regular. I, I think Kenny had the honey. The honey was the honey check mix, KG? No, I actually brought the regular one because I was in a rush to get something. I learned my life. That's like drinking. Eating regular text mix is like drinking unsweetened tea. Yeah, why would it? Why would you do that? I don't local, know. I know, yeah, like locally local apple pie. But uh, back back to the start of the show. I had uh, I had a question. So when you're ready to feud with someone, um, depending on like the size of your opponent or something like that, do you like draw inspiration from previous views of like legends or something like that, or like yes. a smaller guy or something like that? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, last night I watched uh, I watched Royal Rumble '98. Taker versus Michaels casket match. Um, phenomenal match, phenomenal storytelling. Because I wanted to get inspiration and get some ideas um, to put some stuff together for this weekend. I have my first ever casket match, and the guy I'm wrestling he's he's not a small guy. Uh, he's six foot, six foot, two hundred pounds. He's Eric Schultz. Um, we've beat the shit out of each other a few times. Um, we'll talk about that later, but. You know, if I'm wrestling, you know, smaller guys, I do a lot of tape study and see, watch what big men and how they interact with them. You know, Kevin Nash, he's a part he's wrestled a lot of little dudes. Um, Bill's going to love it, but, you know, I watched the big show versus like Rey Mysterio and, you know, um, I, I just try to see like how they interact with them because obviously I'm not going to do the big taker dive. I'm not going to be show a more athletic side of me in those matches. I'm going to be the big, you know, bruiser and i'm gonna try to dominate and use my size to my advantage and just how i move around in the ring or just my stature the entire time so how i hold myself even compared to them make sure that you know i'm, I'm always big so i hope that answered the question no it definitely does it's in depth too because like you said um like you said you don't want to outshine the smaller guy slash also make it like a believable story too type yeah thing. So, you know it's david yeah. versus goliath and, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> a lot of guys that I'm wrestling are between five, seven, five, nine. Right. So me being six foot five, that's a good height difference. And yeah, for sure. 280 pounds, <laughs> you know, some of them are even 200 pounds. That's a, that's a big guy. They're 200 right. pounds. You know, it's not a small guy. I still have 80 pounds on, you know, so I need to, it needs to be believable. So I got I gotta jump in here, bro. I gotta jump in here because see, we're getting humble, Cody J. <laughs> we're getting we're 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 getting we're getting nine to five, Cody J. <laughs> I don't want nine to five, Cody J. <laughs> I want that big son of a bitch that came out and ran through three other some bitches in an all-out match yep. and all heel four. Yes, that, that was a fun match. Was that was that four or two? That was... That, that was, was all four. heels too. That was my debut there. Yeah, it was CJ Cole, Chucky Bates, and... I forget his name. That was all heel too. That was when you... Debuted. And no, became the number one contender. No, this was before. This was when uh this was when uh Vic Free fought Ricky Reyes. Yeah, so same show. Same show. That was two. Okay. Yep. I want that Cody Jeff. <laughs> You're gonna jump off the rope and let me power bomb you or what, Phil? That walked out and brought a chair and sat on the interest ramp and said, Which one of you fuckers am I gonna destroy in all heel four? I want that Cody Jeff. Hold on one second, one second. That shit is what I like. That shit right there. I like that shit, okay? Don't, don't get, listen. Now, listen, he wrestles with broken bones and torn muscles and all type of shit. He's like, and he's got the Larry Bird swag. Which one of you motherfuckers is coming in second? <laughs> what, are we doing? what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. What are you wasting my time right now? But you know where I got that from? Where I got that from was uh, the buildup to WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Um, they were scouting each other, mm -hmm. and on a Monday Night Raw episode, Shawn Michaels came out and he posted up on a steel chair, and he sat right at the ringside, he had his feet up on the apron, he was just chilling the whole time, and 
reacting to what's going on in the ring because he was trying to learn Brett, you know, and what he was going to bring for that Iron Man match. So when I heard, you know, like, hey, this is a stipulation, I pitched it right away. I'm like, guys, like, let me do it. And it got a better reaction and a lot better viewed than I thought it was going to. You know, I just thought that I'd be a bystander because you have two absolute legends in the ring, Ricky, Ricky Reyes and Vic Capri. Now the entire, you know, world saw me kick Vic Capri's ass and take the Midwestern title from him. Yeah, you chill but, right now, Phil. But me sitting in that chair and watching, it got a lot of attention and it was something so small. It was so small. And that's one of the beauties of, of wrestling is what we can do. So, oh, no, <laughs> Phil's I, in trouble. I, Phil looks I, like I, I, I had to make Phil chill. <laughs> Cause I don't like, see what Phil likes to do is Phil likes to poke the fucking bear and shit and do all type of shit or whatever. Not no, real. no, 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 no. We don't talk about that later, Cody. We don't talk about that. I, I'm a, I'm a therapy over that, Cody. I'm a therapy over that. And my therapist is going to send you the bill. But I'm a chill right now. I'm a chill. I'm a chill right now. And Kenny, Joe, whoever asked that fucking question. But Joe, you, Cody, you going to pay the bill. Phil, shut up. Shut up, Phil. Be nice to the guests. Jesus Christ. Phil, how's your face feel after uh, my entrance at the last All Heel show? <laughs> Did you hit him in the face? Did you hit him in the face? Tell me you hit him in the face. I slapped uh, the shit out of him. Oh, that makes oh, me wow. smile. That makes me smile. Oh, if, you, if, you, if you see that little, in his little uh, box down there, I think his forehead is actually a little bit bigger after I hit him, too. <laughs> I think we're gonna call that a five head. Ah, you're four and twelve. Did you, did you, did you scar for? Did you scar for life like Kane did? Uh, Kane did to uh, Kane Velasquez did, did to Brock Lesnar. Oh, not not that. Now we're going. We're going to Kane reference to it. Fucked up. You got fucked up. First off, anytime that someone slaps Phil, we're a fan of. Well, I'm a fan of that. I particularly enjoy it um, because you know. You no, know, he's making a lot of enemies in the locker room. You know, Paulie Tomaselli's looking for him too. So he he's he's dangerous. You know, he's... Phil, stop put stop putting your hand. You Phil, you're a father and you're a husband. You have a family. In the words of Jr., you can't keep doing this shit to yourself. Okay, <laughs> cut it out. Fletch already told him he was gonna smack him when he saw him too. Like he, yeah. he just got the, you got the locker room against you, Phil. Like what's going on? What's going on? Man? <laughs> Look at him. Turn the camera off. Look at him. Now he's not packing bags. All right. So, so Cody, let me let's 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 bag it up a bit. I, I know yeah. this is a bit of a question, but how did you like actually get your start into saying, "Hey, you know what? I went out here and I want to try my hand as a wrestler." Um, I love I love telling this story. Um, so I've been a wrestling fan my entire life. My mom, my dad, they'll tell you, I knew all the wrestlers' names before I even knew my ABCs. Um, and collect all the figures, everything. My entire life, it's all about wrestling, everything. Well, I went to high school, kind of forgot about wrestling, discovered women, <laughs> um, you know, so it kind of took the place of wrestling for a little bit. Um, mm. Got involved with some action sports, still followed wrestling, um, but it wasn't my entire life. It, in the gym a lot um just got really big into, into lifting and my brother-in-law used to wrestle for ptw um weirdly enough I, I met my wife and she's like oh you're a wrestling fan my brother-in-law used to be you know a wrestler for this and we started talking and stuff and he was telling me about some stuff in the area and then one day i got a facebook uh um friend request from steve boz from csw he, uh, he runs the csw training facility and I just started talking to him. He's like, why don't you come check out, check out schools, see what you like. And uh, instantly hooked right in, you know, um, me and Doug Simmons sat there and we watched the practice together. And Doug looked at me, he's like, you sure you still want to do this? That bump's equivalent to a 30 mile per hour car crash. I said, absolutely. Where do I sign? You know, um, and instantly got hooked right away. I drove an hour to practice. So which means I drove an hour home from practice. Uh, my wife is very, very understanding, very patient um, and pregnant, <laughs> but she still let me do it, you know? Uh, so she backed me hundred percent and it's been off to the races for the last four years. Um, and it hasn't slowed down at all, 
every year it's just busier and busier and crazier and crazier. So that's how it all came to fruition. And I've been very blessed with the opportunities because I'm 34 years old. So I started when I was 30. So I only have one shot. I don't have it. I don't have the opportunity or the, the advantage of being like, I'm going to take a break here and then I'm going to come back. Mm -hmm. If I take a break and I come back, now I'm 40. Right. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing no taker dive when I'm 40 years old. I, I just, I just, you've only been wrestling for four years. Yes, sir. So you haven't hit your prime yet. <laughs> I hope not. I hope I'm still growing. I hope I don't peak yet. So wait, 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 wait. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop the press. Rewind that tape. Flag, flag on the play. Yo. So Cody, as someone that has been watching you for the better half of two years. You have only been, you say you've been wrestling since, you, you say you've only been wrestling four years now. Correct, correct. I, I, I'm taking, I'm taking no single fill out the picture and putting Phil in. It amazes me because that shows me you are truly a student of the game. Yeah. And I'm sure we can all agree with that. That's some DDP type shit. He's a for uh, you to. Yeah, he's somebody that like I always reference. I was talking about. I was like, you know, if he could do it, and nobody's done it since then. Right. So maybe somebody else could do it. And see, and that's crazy. And the reason why I say that's crazy is because, bro, I've watched you move and take her down and this and that. And you're a big guy. Again, you said how tall you are. You said how much you weigh. Yo, you can do shit like Rey Mysterio, and then you can do shit like Brock. And all that in between. Yeah. And you do it so smoothly. Like, I, and bro, again, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not blowing smoke because I got a receipt for you still. I haven't gotten there yet. We're going to get there before we leave tonight. Oh, yeah. But... You do everything so smoothly, bro. And for you to sit and say you've only done this for four years, you would have to be an anomaly, bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like if you, I'll break it down for you like this. As someone who's my, my profession is a bit different or whatever for the most part. What I do on the top is just as like just where I am. It took me eight years to get to where I wanted to go mm -hmm. in the profession. Like really like to get to like where it's like very lucrative now. Yeah. Being able to start at 30 and then 34 now and four years, you haven't hit your prime yet. Which basically means that at this no. point, that like you still got more growing to do and you're like, yeah, you're smooth in the ring with your offensive set, but like on bumps, you're smooth. You take it, you can take like, you know how you see big guys that take a bump fall and get back up and then you know like that like that type of thing sort of like the way that dave batista does it yep mm -hmm. that triggered logan yep that's what i wanted <laughs> yeah triggered logan well guys who could, who could actually take a bump and actually do it like moose like he can take a bump like yeah right yeah see see logan yeah Dave Batista, terrible anyway um yeah you haven't hit your prime yet and that's that's gonna be something to see like two like two or three years two or three years where like you're like I'm pretty nice with this shit now. Like that's yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be nice. And I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the future is. Slap Fillmore. Make sure you slap Fillmore at the next All Hills show. All Hills. <laughs> All Hills. All Hills 20 anniversary show. Nah, just one time for the one time. I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just saying that it would be nice to see. I'm not saying I want you to. Get no, slapped. you're encouraging it. And I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah. And Cody, I'm so glad you admitted that on video. What? What's that? That I've only been in for four years. That you slapped me. Thank you, Cody. Oh, you're welcome. I swear there was a bug in his face. Yeah, there was a bug. We were outside. There's a toilet. There's flies all over the place. You know. What's that line from Step Brothers? I don't know what's wrong with your face, but I want to. I want to punch it. You got a very punchable face. All right, here we go. Real quick, real quick, Cody. Yes. Uh, push, bury, fire. Okay. Push, bury, fire. Just like you know, Mary fuck kale, but now it's push, bury, fire. Okay. Roman Reigns, CM Punk, 
Kenny Omega. Um, fire CM Punk. Get him gone. I've okay. So here, here's another thing about Cody James is um, me being such a big wrestling fan. I've been a big WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW fan. Um, so I never really followed Japan too much. I knew it was there. I knew it existed. I never followed it. Um, so I never really watched anything from Kenny Omega until the last two years. And I really like him. <laughs> I think he's fucking phenomenal. Right. But Roman is in his prime. He is killing it right now. And I I would push Roman and I would bury, I'd bury Omega. Ah, yeah, we love to see it. We love you know, unfortunately, like, and that's close, but I've liked Roman since day one. Since he, you know, I was like, man, this guy's got it. And uh, to see what he has finally unleashed, it's it's phenomenal. I can't say anything less about it. We love to see it, man. We love to see it. Phil, fix your face. We love to see it. Phil, fix your face. No, 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 because I gotta tell you. And I was actually humbled after, and I admitted this live, after what CM Punk did after the All Out show, it's kind of like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and all he's that, another one. I just all, never got behind him. Ever. Like, him and King and, could and, start a fan club. Oh, this is good. <laughs> like, put the crowd to sleep. Put the crowd to sleep. Like, come on, like, they're great performers. Don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from them. But, good God, he literally named his signature after what he does to everybody during his match. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> come on, like, come on. Like, I'm probably gonna get in so much trouble for this. Somebody's gonna be like, Cody, you should no, not tell no, that shit. No, no, but he's no. a phenomenal performer. I just couldn't, that's my personal preference. I couldn't get behind it. Couldn't get behind it. No, I tried so hard. You're not, you're not gonna get in trouble. You're not gonna get in trouble because honestly and truthfully, in comparison, again, this isn't a shoot, this isn't a work, this isn't, oh, because Cody James, oh, no, no, no. It's with being such a wrestling fan, with working with all here, with working, against Northland Pro, we've seen your presence in the locker room, which is a big deal. I've seen you in Northland, I've seen you in All Hill, and you have very much a bit of the Undertaker presence in the locker room. I've seen you go against the grain and say, hey, y'all, that was some bullshit. I've seen you check other people in the business like, yo, yo, hey, relax. Because whatever. What CM Punk did is kind of like the antithesis of what you stand for behind the curtain. You're definitely a locker room leader. You have the presence of a leader. I'm going to give you your flowers while you can still smell them. I'm not going to wait until 10 years and oh, Cody James is... No, no, no. I have the boss to talk shit in your face. I have the boss to give you praise to your face. Because I've seen it. I've seen you. It's amazing at what you do, but it's also disheartening when somebody like CM Punk does what he does, which can be frustrating for wrestling fans, which can be disheartening for true wrestling fans. Oh my God, he's back. Yo, he's gonna change the, the face of wrestling. And then it's kind of like, wait, what? Wait, he did what? It's a slap in the face. It yeah, is. That's a, that's a whole different topic that I just, I can't even comment on any of it. I mean, we weren't there. All we can do is read what happened. And it's unfortunate that that's like what we're reading. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, whose side do we believe? But 
you know, it's, it's crazy. And thank you for seeing that, you know, because I think, you know, I, in every aspect of my life, I try to be a leader. I said, you know, I tell my, you know, my managers that are under me, Hey, don't call me your manager. I want to be your leader. Um, in order to, for you to have a successful story, you need to be a leader to have people follow you. So I really respect that. And I appreciate it, Phil. So thank you for that. Hey, Phil, really quick. This lady keeps DMing me. Do you know her? My wife's starting to get mad about her being in my DMs. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you, you you're, that's you in the picture, right? <laughs> that's you? <laughs> that's me how I felt about being a stepdad. Cody James is a Cody James is a Not too many people I've seen stump Phil. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> she just asked how I feel about being a stepdad. I didn't know what that meant, Phil. Cody. He's going to kick my ass. <laughs> Cody. Uh, Cody. Oh, God. Stop. Stop this right now, Phil. No. I, no. I, I, I'm just saying you got that up. No, 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 no. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> because that's going to make my special announcement. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that was a picture of my mother. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. At all heel two, three, and four, Cody James was giving lap dances to all the older women in the audience after his matches, especially Gina Munuzio. Hey, first off, first off, I'm gonna need you to pitch it. Hey, no, you Fire shut your mouth. Joe, Joe, nope. No, no, Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm Joe, gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you step there. Step there, you gonna slap you again. Joe, the growth. Joe, Joe, ah. Joseph, ah. Joseph, the grown folks are talking. You're not the grown folks, somebody's son. Stop talking to me like that. Joseph, that. Joseph, Joseph, and you know what, Cody? I have your number, and I'm willing to give it to Gina at any point in time. Uh, is that the Kardashian oh. silence I hear? Oh, God. So, oh, yeah, we need to attend for 10 all day. First off, but, but I'm just giving love back to what I heard on the after show review, and everybody was impressed with my debut at All Heels 2. Yes, my mother has general fever with Cody James. Yes, let's, she does. Let's rein this back in, Philip, because obviously you've gone out of hand and you're being mean to the guest again when your father's just like <laughs> Okay? Now listen. Now you listen. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm older than my dad. I'm muting him. You can't hear him now. Now I know it's silence. You <laughs> can't hear anything. Look at it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. KG, old man Logan, y'all got another question. For the accountable. Yeah, I was gonna see what if KG wanted to add anything to the to the CM Punk talk because you know I, he's a straight age savior follower. You know I know this is mean. I mean it's his opinion. I'm not. It's you know I don't find nobody on it. I I could I mean the way he's carried himself lately doesn't doesn't help either. You know. Um, with that being said, I was gonna say what's uh one of the better storylines you felt you've had since you started wrestling. Because it, it had to be better than, you know, the whole Katie Vick thing. There's another. Come on, what was come a better storyline that I've had? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, one, one of your better storylines you probably felt were quick. My my first, like, year of wrestling, um, I wrestled Chris Miller everywhere I went for an entire year. Um, I learned so much. He's been in business for 10 years, and he helped, helped train me in – get me going and he's very patient with me the entire time um but 
and Halloween two years ago at CSW. It was a cold, gloomy night. It was outside. It was like raining. Uh, the lights caught on fire like twice. <laughs> it was it was crazy. It was so fun. Um, me and him, I turned heel and I joined him. And nobody saw it coming. And then we started going after the tag titles against Steve Boz and TJ Steele. Um, for little over a year we were going back and forth with them and it was just it was so much fun because it was just like the reactions from the crowd and then i got to, you know play the bad guy for an entire year and that was something really new to me because when i first started I, they started me as, as a big baby face and um you know so it's it's easy to get over as a baby face um to get reactions and that's be thought of as boring as a heel it's I find it a little bit more challenging, especially because I like to think of myself as a genuinely nice guy. Um, you know, Phil will tell you when I have to punish him, I do it very maturely. I send him to his bedroom. You know, I'm not mean to him. You know, I'm just a genuine nice guy. And uh, so me being mean to people, it, it, it was it was weird at first. It was very weird, but I got to see a different side of myself and I got to dig deep. and. I had so much fun doing it. So that was probably my favorite one so far. Um, now we have a really good storyline, me and Eric Schultz going right now. Um, this will probably be the fourth or fifth time we've wrestled. Uh, the last time we wrestled, we had an Irish street fight um, at Northland Pro Wrestling and it kind of turned into a death match um, and involved light tubes and all sorts of weapons, and doors and doors with light tubes and it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. And now we're having a casket match. This is the final match we're going to have at Northland Pro against each other. Um, after I beat him, I'm not going to wrestle him again. I, there's no point. I've already beat him, you know, enough. Um, but I'm giving him one more shot, one more opportunity. Um, but uh, yeah, that was by far that tag that tag team storyline when I turned heel and then we ran against the Bruise Bros for that year. I learned a lot. And I had the time of my life doing it. So I always think I, I always think back to like those like those like the moments where like the journey is like just as important as the actual um, the actual like destination. And it's yeah. Like, cool oh, like one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. Like you can embrace it the whole thing, bro. And that's like really awesome. Like even even with you know your son, even realizing how great of a wrestler you are, that's what matters. Because mm -hmm. you, it's about the kids, right, Phil? And yeah, no, I mean, put, put your finger down, Phil. That's weird. Okay, stop yeah. it. Boom. Now your video's gone. Now you got nothing. <laughs> now you got nothing. This is what happens. This but happens. um, no, it's it's funny you said that because um, that whole storyline climaxed with a, a tag team table match, and that was it. After that, and after we did it, um, we won the belts, and it was almost like, all right, what's next? Where do we go now? What do we do? Like this was just, this just took up a year and a half. We had to go through COVID mm -hmm. and stuff too. So things went a little bit longer, but um, it, I was, it made me feel weird. Uh, because it's just like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing now, um, but it was great. You know, now I'm on a different trajectory I'm doing something different at CSW. Uh, Chris is doing something different at CSW right now, um, but we gained a lot of momentum. And like I said, CNC Destruction might be making a comeback in some other places and uh, you might see you might see us for one more run. So, but um, so I'm super excited for that. Okay. Oh man, love all right. So as a Give as a man that got some 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 championship gold, uh, I have a question. I've started to kind of ask uh, as we've been doing more of these interviews. Um, you your choice of champion to face. You could either go with Impact Wrestling's Josh Alexander. You could go with AEW's John Moxley. Or you could go with the Travel Chief, Roman Reigns, and WWE. I'll add Brian Breaker to the mix as well, just to add NXT. Um, I know you said you didn't really follow NJ uh, New Japan as much. Um, so we'll just stick with those four. Which champion are you fa uh, choosing to face? Probably John Moxley. Uh, it's because he, he's fucked up. You know, like he likes the pain. He likes the violence and stuff. And I like it. My wife hates it. She wants me to have no part of that. And I don't blame her. But like, I thoroughly enjoy it. And 
I think you can tell a really good story and get a real good match in a few months out of it. Uh, Roman, that would be a fun match, but I think I could, I would enjoy like a, a long-term feud, you know, with the culmination of a, uh, you know, championship win against Moxley right now, because he's phenomenal. You know, he's phenomenal. I mean, Roman's on top for sure, but you know, I like that. I like I like everything about Moxley's style and what he's doing right now. He's a nut. I love it. <laughs> he's always been built like that. Like but uh, fun, funny thing, really quick. So I said I didn't follow um, New Japan too much, um, and I didn't. But do you guys remember Pride fighting? Yeah. Um, yeah. New Japan. Yeah. Um, Shamrock fought over there. Severn fought over there. Um, a childhood friend, well, not my childhood. When I was younger, I grew up around this man. Um, he was friends with my parents. Um, Don the Predator Fry. You guys know who that is at all? Yeah. Um, he fought yeah. Shamrock a bunch over there. And, uh, he'd fly over there. And we'd always go to his house and stuff. And I had pictures with his UFC titles when he was in UFC. And we'd watch the matches when he was in Japan, like with his wife and his friends and stuff. And so I got a little taste of that, but that was like the only exposure I got of it. But I always thought that was so cool. And I never realized like how cool that was. And like, you know, now I, I cherish it more now than I did back then. I just thought we were going to hang out with some dude that like fought on, you know, I didn't know what it was. It's like, oh yeah, he's going to Japan to fight mm -hmm. business, you know? But now I'm like, holy shit, like this guy's a big deal, you know? And uh, it was pretty cool. But yeah, that was my first exposure to Japan and I didn't even realize it, so. Yeah. I think I made the comparison oh, wow. a long time ago uh, that like with like New Japan wrestling, it's like watching, it's it's always like watching an anime a lot of the time because it's like, it's like a long story that gets culminates to a journey for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I would always compare like WWE to like some of the superhero movies now where you know in two hours, it's like, like, you know what's going to end and you know what's exactly. Gonna yeah. What's going to happen. Um, and I have, I want to watch New Japan. We just have we have so much wrestling in America right now. There's so much going on. It's hard to keep up with this, you know. And then the Indies. I don't follow the, the Indies. I can't tell you indie wrestlers, and I feel terrible because people are like, oh, do you know this? Are you Asian wrestlers? And I'm like, I don't know who he is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's not disrespect. It's nothing. It's just I can't keep up with it. You know, I can barely keep up with what's on TV. You know, from and then you know, meeting people and stuff, and I'm terrible with names. It's just, it's not good. <laughs> like I'll see, I'll be like, I know who you are. What's your name again? I'm so sorry. Um, but wrestling, there's just so much going on everywhere right now. Everywhere you turn, every other, you know, notifications, a wrestling thing on Instagram or Facebook, and it's just like, holy cow. But it's definitely, it's definitely a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just there's so much out there. It's a large catalog. Very true. Very true. Right. Um, Phil, one last question before you, your dad touched you in the bed. I'm very happy that you guys are taking this stance against me. Uh, it's just me. Because there'll be ramifications all around. It's just me. No, it's nobody else. It's just me. No, no, no. You, you said you guys. Just me. So, so uh, Cody James question for you before I drop my bombshell later on tonight. Yes, son. Your Mount Rushmore mm. of professional wrestlers. Four. Four. Mount Rushmore. Who you going You know, me and my wife did this not too long ago. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty blessed. She she likes wrestling, too. Um, I'm pretty sure she would leave me in a heartbeat, though, for Steve Austin. Um, <laughs> can't blame her. <laughs> um, but Hogan is uh, Hogan is on my top because if it wasn't for him, um, I probably wouldn't have been lured into wrestling. Um, you know, um, Hogan, Austin, uh, Michaels, and uh, this is where I always, I, it's hard because I know who should be in this last spot. Well, there's two people that could be in this last spot. It goes between the Warrior, Macho Man, and Taker. I'm a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Huge Ultimate Warrior fan because he wasn't around for very long, but yet he is one of the biggest names in wrestling. If you're a WWF fan, like you know Ultimate Warrior. 
because of him sprinting to the ring, bright colors, all that. Macho Man, phenomenal character, charisma. Um, yeah. You know, can't, like everything, everything about him. But Taker, he recreated himself so many times, the longevity of his career. So I have to make him number four, but it's tough to pick one. You know, and I need two. I need two mountains. I need eight. I need eight because I still got Bret Hart. Still got Jake the Snake. I still got so many people that I want to put up there. I just I need two mountains. That's that's a that's a great question. I'm mad you came up with that question. That's a great question. Let me give you that credit. Though. That's a great question. That's a tough one. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, it's like you could have several different mount press more because you can make one just strictly based off wrestling ability. Make one strictly off promos. Oh yeah, you could go so many yeah. different routes. So many different routes. Yeah. It's one of the great and, things about wrestling. It is whatever we want it to be, right? Like we can exactly. make it. Exactly. We can make it whatever yeah. we want it to exactly. be. There's a character for whatever we want to be into, and it's just, yeah, it's it's an amazing sport. So yo, Cody. I know, we know that you, we, we get ready to wrap this, we get ready to wrap this interview up. We thank you so much. But yo, we've been talking throughout the night about different shows that you got coming up, especially the show this weekend. I got two, two this weekend. You got, you got two, see? And, and ladies and gentlemen, again, it goes to the busyness of this man's schedule. So he has two. Let us know about these two shows you got this weekend. Plug your social media, all the above, all of it. Go for it. All right. So Saturday, I'm starting off my double shot day in uh, Joliet with Rocket Pro Wrestling. Uh, show starts at five. I am challenging Christian Rose for the Rocket Pro heavyweight title there. Um, I won a 20 man over the top battle royal last month. Um, and then last month, I also wrestled Marche Rocket and uh, Steve McMichaels there. So that was a that was a big hoss match. So that was awesome. But yeah, this this Saturday, 5 p.m., Joliet. And then I get to make the drive to Woodstock, Illinois for Northland Pro Wrestling, where I'll be defending my Northland heavyweight title against Eric Schultz in a casket match. My first ever casket match at Northland. Uh, the last time I'm gonna wrestle Eric Schultz at Northland. Um, so that's really gonna be really good. Um, last time we wrestled was an Irish street fight. Ended up having broken glass, weapons everywhere, blood. It was nuts. Don't miss that. That's 7 o'clock start time. Um, socials, you can find me on Instagram. I got to look it up because I'm so bad at this stuff. I don't even know my own social handles. It's um, Cody underscore James 88. Um, Cody James on Facebook. I try to do the Twitter. I'm not very good at tweeting, but it's also Cody underscore James 88 as well. So thank you guys so much for having me. I had an absolute blast. This was so fun. And I was kind of nervous. Uh, Phil texted me the other day. He said, Joe, you, are you shy? I'm like, oh, I'm not shy, but you know, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to get into. And uh, I'm really happy I did this. It was a good time. Did you pick out your uh, book yet for bedtime, Phil? <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's funny. You know what? That That's very funny because silence, Joseph. Silence. You know, because I have something I need to tell you, stepdad. <clears throat> hey, hey. You're hey, looking. You call Joseph, him daddy. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Clearly, he's not my dad. Okay? Slap your so I need, every, I need everyone to silence. I need everyone to mute their microphones for just a moment. Because I have something to tell my stepdad. You're looking at the special guest referee for the All Heel Wrestling Show November 20th at WrestleHaven. All right. Yeah. All right. And you know what? That's the man for wrestling that I, little short, bald midget guy, right? I still he's like, he's like four foot see. 11. It, oh, it's the guy that jumped off the top rope and I, I did this thing where it, Slammed him. I went viral. I, I met that beautiful seat. lady in the picture earlier. I'm wrestling that guy. And now you're telling me you're the referee? Oh, my God. It's like Christmas in November. Oh. And you know what? 
I got a special message from King Torch and Heathen that told me they're going to see you this Saturday at your match with Eric Schultz, our legal counsel for all heel wrestling. Well, we don't care about that because you're still going to get killed. Daddy going to beat your ass. He going to beat you. He's going to mess you up. Something awful. Phil going to get his ass whooped <laughs> all over again. Uh, it's going to be like a ludicrous song. Remember, Phil? I feel like slapping it today. Slap, slap. That's all it's going to be. Slap, slap, Phil. Put the five fingers in his face. Slap. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry, Phil. Thank you for the announcement, Phil. It's amazing. That's very, that's very. All right, Phil. I'll see you November 20th, right? Oh, I'll see you this weekend. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. And hey, you know uh, what, Joe? Before that, though. Before we get to um, All Heels in November, um, I do have Chicago Style Wrestling uh, next month, or this month, later this month, uh, or no, October. I'm sorry. October 21st. Um, that match is going to be an absolute barn burner. Uh, I don't know if I can say who I'm wrestling yet, but he is one of the top guys upcoming and a phenomenal worker. And I am super excited for that match. So watch the social medias because as soon as that match announcement's made, it's going to be everywhere. Um, October 29th. I will be in Rockford wrestling Mateo Valentine. That was just announced today. Um, if you guys don't know who Mateo Valentine is, go look up his social medias. He is everywhere doing great things. He's, he's everywhere. He works wrestling champ. Yep. Yeah. He's always, yeah, I helped him. You remember that? I, I helped yeah. him and yeah, he he's an wrestling champ. Community, Northland Pro sticking together, you know. Um, but it's uh, that was huge help, helping him get that big the big belt around his shoulder. But now there's gonna be no friends in Rockford, so that'll be fun. And then after that, we go to All Heels Wrestling, where I get to wrestle C.J. Cole. That's his name. And uh, Phil, can you make sure that you wear the extra thick ones that we got you the other day when me and Mom took to the eye doctor? You said those ones weren't working too good. Make sure you got the extra thick ones because I need to make sure you get the one, two, three. Okay. Use you your fingers. You can use your toes, Phil, too, if you need to. Because you clearly didn't see that slap coming, so you didn't need thick glasses. So. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I quit, Phil. I look forward to Cody James. Oh, you know, the, re the, the receipts are coming all around tonight. Oh, man. But yo. But yo. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, real talk, all jokes aside, man, make some noise for the one and only motherfucking Cody Jones, man. Hell yeah, man. Cody Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for this. It was an absolute honor. This is a lot of fun. It's one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done. Um, I haven't laughed this hard in a long time, so I've had a really stressful couple weeks of work. I needed some good laughs like this. Uh, I'm going to go drink some 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 tequila before I go to bed. I'm a big tequila fan. Fun fact about me. And uh I'm gonna I'm gonna chillax and you guys watching Dahmer yet? So we'll check catch up on some episodes. I uh, uh, but yo, so check this out. Real quick before we end the show, ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all follow Cody James on all social media platforms. Check him out. He gave his listing of shows that are coming up from September from from October first, which is this Saturday, all the way through November. November. Follow Cody James on all social media platforms. Again, he is the dude. I'm not just saying that because he thinks he's my stepdad. No, uh, I know Joe's gonna get outro, introduce everybody, but again. Make sure y'all follow Cody James. Make sure y'all follow Hot Chick Podcast. Joe, go ahead. Let everybody do their outro and do your thing, bro. All right. Real quick, uh, Cody, we're going to post your socials up here. We're going to post photos of you, highlights of you for the most part. Um, awesome. Do you have like a theme song that we want, that you want to play on the way out? It's your choice. Oh, 
on my way out. Oh man, what what song do I do nowadays that all heals? Um, I do uh, "Black Sheep" by Saliva. Now the first like minute is this weird like techno intro. Um, so mm -hmm. the, the zoom right. through that. Everywhere else I use uh, "Kick It in the Sticks" by Brantley Gilbert. All right, um, I'm a big country fan, so. That's good everywhere, but no, thank you guys so much. This was, I, I mean it, I had so much fun doing this. Phil, thank you for introducing me to these guys. Thank you for setting this up. Appreciate you. Um, I'll try not to hit you so hard in November, but <laughs> remember when I pick you up, just fall, just accept it. Tuck your neck, tuck your neck, <laughs> tuck, shoulder, remember, Dolph Ziggler, tuck your neck, big bump, you're fine, Phil. You got a big head, you'll be all right. <laughs> but no, you guys are awesome, and uh, I hope to get to do this again. And I definitely I'm gonna follow all your guys' stuff, and I wish you guys nothing but the best. You guys got a good good thing going here, so thank you, man. Likewise, thank, oh, thank you, you. thank you for joining us, Cody. Anytime you want to come back, bro, anytime you want to come back, bro, let us know, man. We'll make that shit happen, bro. That's absolutely, absolutely appreciate you guys. Thank you, bud. When's this going live? When can I see this? Um, this will most likely be going live next week. So I'll probably say okay. Wednesday or Thursday because we uh we have a bunch of like right now, old man Logan's probably getting like over flooded with emails from me and he's probably upset about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um but uh, <laughs> for me. Um but uh I would say sometime next week, end of the week. Okay, cool. Else. And then with with everything being said, guys, uh Cody James stuff is gonna be floating up right now as I edit. Boom. And then um, you'll be able to see his highlights. You'll be able to see the song. Old Man Logan, give me your uh, catchphrase. And KJ, give me your catchphrase. Phil, I really don't want to be a catchphrase, but we're going to do it anyway. Just go ahead. Old Man Logan, go. All right. We the ones. And you know we want to smoke. KJ. Uh, score one for us and for Cody James. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, fuck. Phil, come on. I got to say it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Phil Myers Senior, Cat Mike, the great one, no chill with Phil, the voice of violence, the child support slayer. And this is for the ladies and the ladies only. Ladies, please remember, my couch pulls out. I don't. Oh, my God. Why do we keep letting you do that? All right. All right, guys. You guys be safe. Please go see Cody James at all his events. He's got, he's booked up for the month. Please go check out that All Heels Wrestling event. Also, he's in there with Joliet. For all those uh, watching um, in the Romeoville, Joliet, Plainfield area, please go check it out. I know there's nothing else to do there. So please go watch Cody Dreams, the badass. Bill's dad. Good day, guys. Be safe. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is part of the NMG Podcast Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Take. Follow us on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling. You can listen to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast on any streaming platform of your choice. Having a thing